You only have one life to live, so get the most out of it. On Good Life, Great Life, join me, Brian Highfield, and my guests as we share success stories, habits, mindsets, and lessons learned by successful people. These lessons are not taught in schools, but are critical for getting ahead in life. Whether you want a successful business or career, optimal health, or a lifestyle that most people just dream of, Good Life, Great Life has you covered. After retiring from a successful corporate career in my 40s, I founded multi-million dollar businesses in the sports and healthcare arenas. Now, I help everyday people maximize their lives and speak regularly at seminars, on podcasts, and radio shows to share principles on the topics of health, wealth, and happiness. Don't let a good life get in the way of a great life. Join me today on Good Life, Great Life. Well, welcome to the final episode of Good Life, Great Life for the year. Uh, question for everybody. Uh, do you like to reflect on the past year? Or are you more forward looking or or both? Uh, for me, I always tend to look forward. I'm a forward thinking person. Uh, I was thinking today of just accomplishments of the year. And there were things in there uh, as, as I look through memories on Facebook and as I look through uh, photo albums on my phone, uh, things that I forgot about. So that tells me right there, I'm, I'm more forward, forward looking than, than, uh, reminiscing about the past. And so, uh, as small business owners, as entrepreneurs, uh, we tend to look forward and we cast that vision forward to see what, what may be coming our way and what opportunities are, are in front of us. Uh, so what, what are you thinking about right now? I, I'm, you know, one, some of the things I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the economy. I think it's on everyone's mind, uh, especially if you're entrepreneurial or, or if you're business minded, you're thinking about what what's in store for 2023 in the economy. Um, 2022 was an interesting year as uh, COVID kind of wrapped up um, and people started spending their money differently. People were still leaving the labor market, uh, inflation skyrocketing to 40-year highs, um, a lot, lot happening there. Uh, we're starting to see more layoffs happen right now. Uh, stock market is pretty much tanking. Uh, it's seeing incredible stocks that everyone talked about a year or two ago have lost 70, even 90% of their value here, just, just even in the past few months. Uh, it's, it's been very, very crazy and very unpredictable. Uh, housing market, still strong, although interest rates are are uh, rising, are up. Um, but, uh, you know, you got to put it in perspective as well as when it comes to, to interest rates and mortgage rates. Uh, when I bought my first house in late 90s, um, I think I got five and a quarter percent, something like that. And that was considered really good in, in its time. <laughs> um, and of course, you know, with with much lower interest rates, I mean, money was basically free and, and we got used to that over the past decade, uh, having access to free capital, essentially. And uh, and now rates are going up and people are kind of on a panic. But again, put it in perspective of the long term, it's still relatively cheap money uh even with interest rates as as six seven percent uh with with mortgage rates right now um tax seasons up on us as well um so i've been kind of finalizing everything for the year finalizing our tax strategy finalizing uh, all the accounting stuff that you need to do for your business to get ready 
for uh, filing your taxes early next year. Um, and so what new tax strategies may or may you be implementing for the following year? Um, that's that's always interesting to look at because you really have to plan that from January going forward as was what your tax strategy for next year really is going to be. Um, so those are some things that have been on my mind here uh, recently when I think about business. Um, I do want to tell you a little little story. I'm, I'm copying this story from from someone else I, I heard it from. I don't know his name, uh, but he told the story and, and he was actually telling the story that he had heard. So he wasn't the originator of the story either, but he was telling the story about the hot dog vendor. And the hot dog vendor, he started out with one cart uh, on one corner of the street and sold hot dogs. And he uh, was building his business because he wanted to send his son off to school in the best school possible. So he built a little hot dog empire as things things um, uh, things evolved. And he was ultimately able to send his son to Harvard Business School and and where he graduated. So by the time his son graduated from school, he came home and the hot dog empire had grown from one cart to over 25 carts. Uh, and he was making money hand over fist in his business. And his son comes home and says, Dad, what are you doing? We're in a recession. You know, you can't be growing your business. You can't be buying the best hot dogs. You can't be employing all these people. We're in a recession. We need to cut back. And the father not really knowing any better and trusting his son from Harvard Business School, um, made cuts. And by the end of that year, he was back down to one cart of, of hot dogs. And kind of the more of the story is that uh, you, you don't need to really follow the masses uh, in what's going on. You can create your own economy in your business. There's the macro economy uh, that may... Um, uh, maybe offer some factors into how fast your business can grow, but the deciding factor in your business and your desires is more the microeconomy of what you do and the choices you make. Uh, one of my mentors told me, he said, if your income um, is if your income is based on who's in the in the White House, then you really have some financial issues. Um, you know, you really need to be independent, regardless of what political party is in control. You're, you need to be in control of your business and not hand that over to external factors like politics or like the macro economy, interest rates, things like that. So uh, those are all and all those have been discussed as we've done our podcast with all these different thought leaders, all these successful entrepreneurs uh, out there. And one of the underlying factors that you hear over and over for every entrepreneur that we, that we talk to uh, is you don't know what you don't know. There's so much out there that you don't know. There's so much out there that's not taught in schools. You really have to learn it for yourself and you really have to find people and learn from others on, on how they were successful and what they have done. And that's why we talk a lot about networking, why, why we want to reach out and establish friendships and relationships with other people and ask them questions about what made them successful, about what they do, what type of business they are in. I've learned so much just in this past year. I've been in business a long time, but just even this past year, I found other ways uh, to invest my time, invest my money. 
um, and and business ventures that were just unheard of. I, I never heard of them before, and and they were just they were, again, you don't know what you don't know. And through those relationships, I found of other ways that I didn't even know existed, and tapped into that, and and now taking benefit uh, taking benefits from that. Um, and I advise everyone to do the same. Find those successful business people. Ask them questions. What do you do? How do you do it? What made you successful? Um, what were the, the the traps that that you need to look out for? What are the characteristics that someone doing the same thing needs to have? And and what steps would they take? Ask those types of questions of of those folks that you deem successful, whatever success uh, means to you. Um, and then one final thought is really a, a story, and this is this was getting passed around on social media a little bit, and I just thought it was. It was so telling. It was so telling, and I think, I think it's really relatable to everybody. Everybody can understand this, and and so the story goes like this. Um, I don't know if it's so much a story, but just kind of an analogy here. Um, what if you played the game Monopoly? Everyone knows Monopoly, right? We've been playing it since since we were kids. Um, you know, and and you try to buy all these properties. You 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 buy the properties. You build houses. You build hotels, and then you charge rent for those people that land on your properties, land on your railroad, land land on your utilities. Uh, you know that's the name of the game, and you try to um, take the money from everybody else in in the game and and create a monopoly, right? That's why it's called monopoly. But what if you played the game where you never bought an asset, you never bought a single property, you never built a single house, you didn't buy any railroads, you didn't buy any utilities. All you did was circle the board and collect $200 every time you pass go and you tried to stay out of jail. That's all you did. What if that was your strategy for playing Monopoly? Do you think you could get ahead uh, or win the game? And the, and the answer is obviously no. However, when you think about that, that is how most people live their lives. That is their financial strategy, is they just want to go around the board, collect their $200, and stay out of jail, okay? And basically, stay out of jail just, just means that, you know, you try to avoid those high expenses, right? You try, you try to avoid those um, versus buying assets, creating assets. And, and again, most people don't have the capital to buy an asset that they can invest and make money, um, but they, they're unaware of how to build those assets for themselves with little or no money. Um, and we talk a lot about that on, our, on this podcast as well, is there's those types of opportunities as well for that everyone can participate in. Um, there's opportunity all around you uh, and around everybody. And we try to teach people how to recognize those opportunities and decide if, if that's the right opportunity for you. And maybe it's multiple. Maybe it's trying a couple different things and, and to find what's really what you're passionate about and where you want to invest your time and build that. Because if you're not passionate about it, then it's probably not going to happen, Right. Because there's going to be all types of distractions because it, most people are working, they're, they're an employee, they're working a job. And so this passion project, this, this business that you want to start, this asset that you want to build is going to consume all that extra time that we, we don't even think we have, right? And so if you're not passionate about it, 
how likely are you to be excited and go and, and build that, that, uh, that asset for yourself and your family and for your legacy. Um, and so you may have to look, look around and, and find some different things and then find what you're passionate about and pour some energy into it where you can. And little by little consistency over a period of time to build that up for yourself. And that asset is what's turn is going to go out there. And we, we use the phrase turn the hamster wheel, right? Because if you're working your job, you're running on the hamster wheel, right? You're, you're running on it. They're paying you money for every time that wheel turns around. But what we're talking about is an asset, an engine that's going to turn the wheel for you and generate an income for yourself. And that's what we call leverage, right? And that's what that's what we want. That's what winning monopoly means. You have leverage. You have assets that are making your money, your money. So you already went around a few times to collect 200 bucks and you use that money to then buy assets. And then those assets in turn were buying more money. You, you, what's, what would be cool if you added a flavor of Monopoly where you had the choice to buy liabilities too. You could buy the fancy sports car. Uh, you can buy the Louis Vuitton bag. You can buy the Rolex watch. These things that are symbols of success, but are actually liabilities because they just take your money. They're not making you any money. They they depreciate. They go down in value. Most of those assets do. That would be a cool flavor if we could add that to Monopoly and give people the choice uh, out there. But they don't. Uh, your only choice is to buy assets because, again, you, they, they're guiding you in the right direction. Buy assets. Buy property. Buy railroads. Buy utilities. Buy Build homes. Rent them out. Um, and, and so that to, in order to generate cash flow and, and win the game. And, uh, and so think about that. Most people are just going around the board, collecting their 200 bucks and trying to avoid the high expense of going to jail. Right. Uh, and so I love that analogy because, uh, it really is relatable. People can understand and, and, and get them to think like, maybe, maybe I should do something different. Maybe there is more out there and I just got to find it. I got I to gotta look for it. And you don't have to look very far. Like I said, there's opportunities all around us every single day. And uh, uh, we just got to find one that fits fits our passion and and uh, start building it. And it may take some time. And, and people, that's another another big thing that we've talked about on the show as well is, is the sacrifices that, are, that you need to take. A lot of people will give up after... After a few months, <laughs> and and because they're not seeing the results, right? And uh, uh, that's that's why we like to use the analogy that we're all farmers. We're we're not hunters. We're farmers. We we need to plant the seeds. We need to water. We need to fertilize. We need to take care of of the land and and nurture the plants and grow something meaningful, uh, rather than a hunter who's just out there like shooting things down, right? <laughs> Um, but I want to wish everybody happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and, and Happy New Year. Um, I look forward to bringing you more episodes and more thought leadership uh, in the area of entrepreneurism and small business and uh, go into 2023 positioned to grow something for you and your family and your future legacy. So again, thank you so much. For being a loyal listener and loyal follower of us, and we hope to bring you some great content into the new year. So again, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year to everybody. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Good Life, Great Life, brought to you by Brian Highfield. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's guests and stories. If you like what you've heard, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business.